Hello, and welcome to episode 29 of Columbus Local Podcast. On the eve of his birthday, <laughs> tonight, we have Michael Christian. Hello, how are you? Michael, it's so <laughs> awesome that you came, man. I appreciate you making the time. You're a busy man. Yes, I am. Very busy. <laughs> <laughs> but here you are. We had a little pregame activity. Yeah, that was fun. And we... Um, we should have recorded know, all that. That was good. You know, everyone says that they're like, "Oh man, we should have been recording." And you know, and I and I say the same thing. It's like it's 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 always, um, you know, you you're acquainted, you hang out mm. when we're out. But you know, I like to maybe just you know break the ice and yeah. have a little. Got myself a birthday drink too. And it is your birthday. Happy birthday in oh, about man. what uh, three hours? Yeah. Is yeah. that a big one? Yeah, it's a big one. Yeah. All right, man. I should have died like. T- 30 years ago. <laughs> yeah. Man, um, I got a lot of lives. Well, and more power to you. I'm happy to be here. Yeah, and we're happy that you're here, man. Right. We, um, so we, uh, we, we know you, we see you everywhere, Michael. Um, <laughs> but, but, uh, you know, currently, I think you're in a couple of uh, projects, but, but also probably, you know, one of your bigger impact areas is is your involvement with uh, with children. Oh and yeah, music. man! And right now you're at um, all that. All that, yeah. You know. Teens hopeful about tomorrow. T H A T. Nice. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, it's a nonprofit, and uh, I teach kids music. It's cool, man. It's, a, it's, it's beautiful. Rewarding, you know what I mean? Yes. And I've done a lot of cool stuff. Done a lot of selfish stuff. It's kind of cool to give back. And, you know. Yeah, absolutely. You got a my own music career has been very selfishly motivated. <laughs> Seriously. Well, who would know all you know? what we're about to, uh, you know, unveil yeah. on today's episode <laughs> that that you have all this experience because it just blows me away, man. I mean, like you know, you don't know any until you sit down, and you really spend some time with somebody, and. Um, I just think that you know you're a generous soul with a giant heart, and oh, man, you've got you. a lot of music in you, man. It's Thank just you. amazing. Where where did you grow up, and where'd you get started oh, in music? Um, well, my my uh, my mom is uh, just an older brother and a younger brother. One plays drums and one plays guitar. And I was the um, firstborn nephew, so they fought over me. You know who's gonna who's gonna get him? Who's gonna play guitar or play drums? So uh, I ended up playing guitar. That's not a bad problem to have, but yeah. did you did you play drums? So you had you uh, yeah, I got, a, I got a guitar. I got a guitar and a drum set every Christmas for for years. Man, uh, yeah, every, every birthday, whatever. So, yeah, <clears throat> my, my my uncle, my uncle, uh, who's the guitar player, my uncle Nate. He always had a sports car and a hot girlfriend. And I was like, yeah, I want to play. I want to play guitar. <laughs> <laughs> the, you know, my, the my, girls are cooler. My, my uncle that played drums. He's going through a divorce and. <laughs> Losing his house and stuff. And I was like, yeah, I don't know how to play drums. Oh, my gosh. This is a true story. <laughs> was, it, was that it was Uncle Rico? <laughs> no, no, no. Oh. It, was a, it was a true story, though. <laughs> yeah, I, don't, I don't doubt it. <laughs> I don't doubt it. Yeah. So, I started playing guitar about eight years old. Um, and I learned stuff on my own and yeah. books and stuff. Then I started taking piano lessons when I was like in high school. That kind of helped the guitar playing stuff. Oh, a yeah. lot, I like a lot. Yeah. So, 
That was fun. Yeah. It carried you forward? Yeah. yeah. By a lot. Yeah. It was like, you know, that summer. That, that'll be like a summer and like you come out on the other side and your friends are like, whoa, you've been practicing. I'm like, really? I'm like, yeah. We can tell you've been practicing. I'm like, huh, all right. What were you playing? What, what's the first oh, stuff that man. you like hit print you stuff. I was playing a lot of print stuff. Oh my god! That uh, that uh, that groove line guitar rhythm stuff. That kind of stuff. Oh, man. That that jingly. So like the funk Nile Rogers. That yeah. Nile Rogers oh, stuff. That's man. what I grew up on. Playing guitar, all that stuff. They had my first distortion pedal when I was like, I don't know, seventeen. Okay, so but you were hitting uh, the funk rhythm. Oh man! Before like, that, Jeans of Love, Tom Tom Club. That wow. Out, that out, um, yeah. Yeah, but all that's all I can play all that stuff, man. That's that's why I, I Heat got the, wave. That's why I got the spot in uh Soul Food. That's how that happened because I was because I was a funk player. Yeah. yeah. Yep. I love to play funk, man. It's crazy people start knowing me as a as a rock player, but that's where I started. I started doing funk. And of course nobody knew that except Lowe's. Because <laughs> he had known me the longest. Lowe's you know? Giles. Yep. Drummer in town. Yep. Love yeah, we love Lowe's. Yep. So Wow, that's really cool. So you yeah. met him? Did you meet him in school? Did you guys go to school together? No, he was a friend of mine next door neighbors, and okay. then he had a drum set in the living room, and I could hear him through the wall. And I heard, I knew it was like, well, that's not Dirk, Dirk Johnson. Shout out! <laughs> I was like, that's definitely not Dirk. That's somebody else. And it was Lowe's. He's probably like seventeen, eighteen. Like, Ooh, we yeah. gotta get together, uh-huh. and make some yeah, music, yeah. and yeah. make it all happen. Yeah, he's playing. He's playing. He's playing a speed metal band then. He was doing speed metal. He's like doing death metal and stuff. That that blows my mind. <laughs> well, I'm going to get to talk to Lowe's here hey, in a couple Yeah, he'll tell weeks. you. Um, yeah. We'll get into some of that. That's really yeah, that was crazy. wild. Yeah. Is we were it, both playing in rock bands then. It was really crazy. Wait, wait, what year are we? Not to date you, but... Like 87, 88. Oh, wow. It was okay. pretty far out. Okay. Campus stuff, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Campus was a different yeah. animal. Apollos. That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the Newport, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Like stuff. So you were hitting the you were hitting bands. Um, it, you went you went to school afterward um, after after your high school years. Yeah, I went to school for music. I went to school for art. I went to CCAD for a minute. I bounced around. I know what I wanted to do. I went to Capitol for a minute for the piano stuff, and I don't know. They want to do that, and, and then I, I got. I think I had a tour. Or something happened where I just like. My dad was like, "You can't live here unless you're going to school." And uh, I think I, I think I got a tour with some band and started like gigging, and then and some of this led to a bunch of other stuff where I started playing with a bunch of bands and tour and like traveling, you know. So hitting hitting a, a real tour, yeah, with the, like the van, like not like van and trailer for like hundred bucks. <laughs> like nobody's making any money. We're a bunch of dumb kids, but it's like you know we drop out of high school at like 20, 20 years, twenty one years old. You know, some beer money and some gas is cool. Yeah, you know and moving mean? on to the next town. Yeah, it's kind of cool, game. you know. Who's yeah. booking all that stuff for you guys? Um, were, you, were you, like, managing at the time for yourself? Well, when or? I did for my band, I, I, I was doing all of it. Yeah. yeah. My van, my trailer, my songs, my, my logo on the T-shirt, like, my, my yeah, everything. It's, it's a lot. But I made sure that we made money, you know. Sure. You know, that's the job. You don't want to be out there by yourself, and, you know. Make sure my van ran and my trailer was hooked up good. And, you know, I guess and you were eating, was, okay. that's how we got endorsements and stuff because we we're like, you were yeah. you were involved, yeah, you were out man. there with bands. Yeah, um, you did get endorsements, didn't you? Mm-hmm. Who, who were you endorsed by? Um, Washburn Guitars. Yeah, that was the that was the big one. Just because I think I told you earlier, 
is that band No Man's Land. Shout out Kathy Jones. So cool. <laughs> no Man's Land, all female band from Minnesota, St. Paul, Minnesota. Their manager, uh, Roach, turned us on. So our, our, our girls in the all girl band have marshmallow endorsements. You can get it too. I'll hook you up. Set us up. That's cool, cool, man. Yeah, it's cool. Very cool. You know, getting guitars for cheap is, is always good when you're broke. Yeah, and so they th- they took care of you on the tour, though, right? Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, we had some we had some, we had some gigs that we had guarantees. You know, some 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 gigs we didn't, but a lot of them we did. Or at least we got, at least we got like a a fed in a hotel room, couple hundred bucks. So I mean, it was all right. It was fun, man. In your twenties, man. Early twenties. Sure. It's a blast. Yeah, was, I can imagine. Yeah, See, I, didn't, I didn't play what I was saying. Yeah, I got it's a almost later like, start. I kind of missed out on it, but I can imagine mm, at 20. Yeah, my life like, was very different. At 20. It's like, come on, Dad, you want to kick me out? Cool, thanks. <laughs> and you're in another band in the next, yep. the next hour, right? Yep. There you go. That's it. It was fun, man. I had a good life. Yeah. You yeah. still have a good I life. I still have a good life. Yeah. I do music for a living. It's never a bad day. No, that's freaking awesome. <laughs> like, you know. Where so where did you go to music school? Um, well, I learned most stuff on my own, but um, I did some stuff at Capitol when I was in high school, and the, one of the professors there um, hooked me up with a scholarship thing. So nice. I was, it was piano, but I didn't want to do that. I'm a guitar player, and I didn't want to do piano. But, but you picked know. up some, you got some, yeah, yeah, musical. yeah, I did. Yeah, I got some musical stuff, like real musical stuff, like not just real playing cassettes and rewinding and listening. You know, it was more. More actual real training, real musical. Uh, yeah, it's good. Yeah. As much as I resisted it, it, it helped. Oh, um, yeah. So um, what got you to the point where you started learning about music recording? Ooh. Was it that, did that come around that time? Well, that's, a, that's a good question. Um, how that started was um, one of my best friends worked at Interscope Records, and he used to like, house it for me. And... Uh, when he was a student at OSU. He graduated. Well, when, let me start. Man, this is crazy. It's going to be a long one. Um, <laughs> it's all about you, babe. Okay. He, um, <laughs> he used to house it for me when we were on tour. Like, get my mail, water my plants, you know? And he'd, like, read my uh, um, Billboard magazines, and he'd read all this stuff, and he'd be like, man, I can't believe so-and-so is broke, or I can't believe it costs as much money to shoot a music video. And, you know, just asking a bunch of questions. He's got interest in the music business, Went back to New York when he graduated, where he's from, and got a job at the Sony building. Okay? And he's like, if I can get you a gig, if I can get you a gig, man, I will. I'll do anything to hook you up. Because I'm only, I'm only here because I house that for you. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Well, sure. So I'm like, cool, man. So um, he's like, uh, um, this is what the label's looking for. And you should like write, some song, write songs like that. And I'm like, all right. He says, just send them to me. So I start sending him stuff. And he's like, dude, my boss likes this stuff, man. You gotta, you gotta come in. He wants to fly you in. He had five new songs, five new, dem- five new songs, brand new songs demoed, man. And he wants to hear them, so fly you in. I'm like, shut up. Like, seriously? He's like, yeah. And I couldn't get in the studio fast enough. Like, Joe Veers is booked. Like, all these studios are booked. I'm like, how am I gonna get in the studio to record this stuff so I can get ready for this? This guy's flying me in like in three days. Right. Like, what do I do? So um, I talked to my wife into like, like credit cards. Can we- so we borrowed all the gear. I didn't really know how to use it, but I, I kind of made it work and I did, yeah. my, did my best. And then uh, um, 
And that that relationship went on for a while. I went, ended up going to the Billboard Music Awards, which was a lot of fun. That's sweet. Yeah, like he like he he was a he was a bigwig at the <laughs> the record label. He's my best friend. It was amazing. So cool, dude. Yeah, it was amazing. But then um, uh, later on, the Newport Music Hall said they're the my buddy worked there. They were building the Promo West Pavilion, which is uh, what's it called now, Kimball Live. That's right, right down the street, right down the street. Yep. And uh, um, he's like, "Hey, man, they need a new engineer, they need an audio engineer. So you need to um, tighten up your game and come take this job." And I was like, "Huh?" So I'm going to the recording workshop, and I got job placed at the Newport Music Hall as an audio engineer. So that's, is that school uh, still? Is it? Are they yeah, still, it's still there, man. Still, still rocking. I'm gonna have to check that out. I They're still learn doing more it. More about that, yeah. Because I'm doing a little bit of it. That's that's. But I'm, I'm, yeah, I you're doing do more this winter. You know, but see, that's what that's more. what's talking. I was doing this. Is what I was doing, not mm-hmm. this, but I was doing like recording my own songs. Yep. And it just sounded terrible. I was like, man, I just want to get tired. I want to get better at this. And then this situation came up with the job at the at the Newport. I was opening up, and I was like, huh. Yeah, sounds right. That's so, so cool. I went, and then that's how the Pete Way thing happens too. Because like uh, I was studying the textbook when yeah. his manager came in and said, "Hey, what are you reading?" So you were working. So you were working somewhere mm-hmm. while you were I was a student. Yep. Student, and then uh, somebody's manager, Pete Way from in. UFO. Yes, <laughs> not just somebody. <laughs> the bass player from UFO, Pete Way. His manager comes in and says, "Hey, man, like, because I knew him." I already knew him. And he goes, what, is, what are you reading? I said, I'm reading. How, how'd you know this guy? How'd you know the manager? I just of the knew him. He came, to the, he came to the bar all the time. He came in uh, Fresno. Okay, so you were working at, you were working at this chef, restaurant yeah. and you're uh, studying your, your sound studying recording. Studying sound recording. Yeah. Yeah. I had the textbook on, right? Yeah. It's open that. kitchen. He saw it. Sweet. And asked me some questions. And I was like, yeah, man, I can, uh, I can record some stuff. I have a studio gear at my house. Talking about my buddy working for Interscope Records and Sony, working for Sony when he did. He's like, uh, you know, P. Way wants to record a record. I'm like, cool. He said, when you get off now, I'll take you over there. <laughs> I only took off work, threw my apron in the bin, took all my chef whites, and drove me over there. And uh, I met P. Way for the first time, and that, that was crazy. It's like, like, it kind of changed my life in a way. It, it, it was one of those moments. <laughs> <laughs> yes. On the path. Yeah. Dude, when I met him, he had his, he's wearing his pajamas. He had a, uh, had a plate in his hand, his right hand, with a mountain of cocaine on it. I'm not joking. It's uh, His house was on Neal Avenue. And <laughs> it's rush hour. So, and his house doesn't sit that far away from the street. You could see him. If you were driving by, you could, driving by, you see, could see, see him. him in the you window. could see what color his eyes were. We're on his front porch. Mm. In, in the sun. Okay? And, uh, He's got a black straw, like drinking straw from Fresno. I, I recognize that. In his other hand, and he's talking to me with the straw. So anyway, Marco, we're going to do an acoustic record. We're going to record it in my house. How much are you going to charge me, mate? And he's got like a Tanella rock hand on one, one hole in his face. And the other one's got like dripping, like, mucus. I'm just like, <laughs> and my jaw's like, I'm just like. Michael. <laughs> How'd you, how did you respond? I, 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 was, I was trying to keep it together. I was going like, I can't believe like he's a, he's a real, he's a real, he's rock a real star. rock star, like a real. And yeah. He wants he's, you to to set up your gear in his, his house. house and record his album, his acoustic album. So yeah. I uh, naively like acoustic album. This guy's professional. It's just acoustic and vocals, right? And he goes, yeah. 
Yes, my gorgeous, my voice, my, my, my voice, and then guitar, mate. That's it. I'm like, okay. All right. Should be pretty cheap. I said, take it like a weekend it is. I told you 100 bucks a song. How many songs are in there? He was like, I don't like eight or nine. I'm like, I make a quick grand out of this guy. It'd be the easy money. Nine months later, right. we're still recording basic tracks. Really? <laughs> yes. Because this dude did so much partying. And we did so much just, I have like, re, I have reels and reels of, of just him talking. And I go, all right, Pete, we're rolling. I'm like, we're rolling, man. Songs, songs. I just go, one, two, playing. three, let's go. And he's just be like, so anyway, Michael. <laughs> he's got the headphones on. He's got the mic in front of him. Like, just like this. And he yeah. just starts talking to me. I'm like, oh, my gosh. And my buddy Chris was like, dude, let it go. Just let it go. Don't cut him off. Just let it go. So I have all these outtakes where I'm just telling stories about him. You still have these tapes? Oh, I still have all this stuff. It's, it's amazing. Oh, man. Yeah. You know, that... that oh. You got what? Do you, what's your plan with all that material? Oh, I don't even know. I don't even know. It's it's it's, but it's like I can't even make this stuff up. I can't make any of it up. No, wow. you, you can't make it up. But I I gotta think that there's you know some human interest in what you have there. Yeah. I was telling you early early when I was there. Uh, when we were just drinking the table, and uh, you know, I I go check his. He didn't know how to use his voicemail. Yeah. So he's like. Marco, if I called his house and he got me, like, like, uh, if I if I rang him and he answered, like, hello, I'm like, hello, Pete. He goes, Marco, Marco, it's you. He goes, hey man, you gotta get over here, mate. I can't. I, there's a bunch of messages on my voicemail. I can't get to them. I can't access them, mate. You gotta come over. Show me how to use it. I'm like, oh. so I go over there. There's always a panic with Pete. So sure. I go over there and, and I'm like, he goes, so I figure out how to use his voicemail. I'm like, all right, I got it, man. Like, so I put him on speaker, and it's like. There's one day like Slash called and then Lars Ulrich called like two or three calls later. I'm just like, this is crazy, man. This is crazy. Like, I'm at this dude's house and... Yeah, so this is what, like late 90s or like uh, Yeah, 2000, like 2000, 2001. When, the, when those guys were just... Uh-huh, know, uh-huh. And this is like, this is like a normal it. day. It's like a normal day. It's at Pete's house. And, and you have your gear there still yeah, trying to stuff. record this yeah, album. Just, and he's just like... So did that album ever come to fruition? Yeah, yeah. It's called Acoustic Animal. Okay, in and fact, it's his. Yes, and that, in fact, Los played like some uh, some hand drums on it. He was at my house one day, and, and Pete came by and said, "You know what's missing, Mark, on this song? Some bongos or something." Do and, you know a drummer? And Los is sitting on my couch. <laughs> and Los is like, <laughs> <laughs> "Serious business, true story." Right place at the right and his, time. He's not, he's not credited. He's not, he's not credited on the record at all. Oh my God! He should. Are you credited on the? Record? Oh yeah. Well, okay. This is how funny Pete is. It goes uh, that uh, it says in the back, mixed and mastered. But no, it says um, special thanks to Mr. M- uh, Michael and Libby Christensen. Christensen. And li- my wife's name was Lisa, not Libby. Because <laughs> he would call my house and be like, "Hello, Libby. Hello, Libby. Can I speak with Michael, please? Michael Christensen." She's like, oh, my name is Lisa, Pete. And he goes, that's what I said in it, Libby. Hello, Libby. <laughs> like, maybe, that's, maybe that's the English way. If your name's with an L, you're, you're Libby. Um, wow, that's wild, yes. man. So two, yeah, two iconic guys in Columbus with, with that tied-up mm-hmm. UFO. Who, knew, who would have known? Yeah. Who would have known? It's far out. So you, um, so you, you, you ended up, um, you got a gig at, um, at the Newport. Uh-huh. Yeah, I got um, a job place there from the, uh, 
What were, the, what were the rules of that job? Oh, <laughs> yeah. Um, can't talk to. Don't talk to the artist. Don't 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 talk don't to give them, them the time. Don't give them the time of day. Ignore don't, them. Don't 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 ask for autographs. Don't don't do anything. Leave them alone. Don't Just touch. Them. Them. Don't touch them. Yeah. Stay <laughs> away. <laughs> I have a couple and of so, these. So so who did you touch and who did you? Yeah, talk my, to my my Michael. my. my First, now was my yeah. Now was my second day. My second day Your was second out. Day my on the second job. day at the Newport. At the Newport, the the Royal which is now Renown. called Kemba Live. No, 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 no. It's still called oh, Newport yeah. on High Street. Yeah, used to be the Agora. Yes, yes, yes. That's it. That the, that Newport. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, it was Slash the Snake Pit. My, my first show was Parliament Funkadelic. George Clinton, George Clinton, Parliament Funkadelic, which was crazy on, on its own. It's a whole another. It's a whole other story. It will. Anyway, <laughs> maybe we have time. Maybe we don't. But was Kevin was Kevin Oliver with? with no, 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 not then, not then, no. not then. Okay. No. So anyway, um, uh, <laughs> slice the snake pit. I get this, the, the you know the riot act ready. You get you talk to get talk get caught talking to one of the rock stars. You're out of here. So cool. Second day. Second day. First day was enough. Second day, I'm like, all right, new guy, still a new guy. Still, so you're on day two. I'm setting up the mics on stage, and actually, Mike can slash his cabinet. And he walks on stage and I'm trying to ignore him. He's saying, Hey, what's up, dude? Hey, man, what's up? I'm like, uh, hey, 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 man, what's up, man? He goes, What's your name, dude? I'm like, Shit. He's like, Hey, dude, what's your name? I'm like, okay. He knows I can hear him, right? So I'm like, I'm Christian, man. He goes, How you doing, Christian? My name's Slash. I'm like, Yeah, yeah, I, I know. Yeah, yeah, dude, I. I think I recognize you. You're a guitar I've player. I've seen you before. I think so, yeah. <laughs> you know who he is. Yeah, man. Um, got a question. I'm like, yeah. He goes, you want a blow pop? He's got a sucker <laughs> in his mouth. And he pulls two out of his pocket and he goes, which one do you want? And I said, uh, give, me, give me the cherry one. And he goes, man, I knew you were cool. <laughs> so what I found out, what I found out, and I'll tell you this before, but um, like when you're on tour like that, I understand why that, I understand what, I understood why that happened because like when you're out there on the road with the same dudes, same five or six guys in, in, in a tube rolling down the highway. And you see somebody you don't know, you just want to talk to them. Well, sure. So you get so sick of hearing like your drummer's same story over and over again for like a hundred times. It's like, hey, man, what, who's that guy? What's that guy's name? Yeah. You know what and I mean? Getting to know him. So, so you got a, you got a, a blow pop. <laughs> a blow pop from, from, from yeah. You're talking to him. And my phone rings. It, oh, jeez. My phone rings. Okay, so I'm like, excuse me for a second, Mr. Slash. Uh, I need to answer my <laughs> so you phone. Put, so you put Slash on hold. And it's P-Way <laughs> from UFO. Michael, can you get me on the guest list, mate? Can you get any, can you get any spots on the guest list for me? For, for your old friend Pete? <laughs> I'm like, dude, I can't. I can't there's there's a sold-out show. I can't. There's no tickets. And he goes, man, so well, if I speak with Slash, please. It's my old mate. Just tell me it's his old friend Pete. So I'm like, so I go, hey, um, he starts to, uh, you ever heard of the band UFO? And he goes, it's my favorite band. It's my favorite band. I love, I love, I love UFO. And I'm like, huh. I said, why? I said, well, this is P. Way from UFO, the bass player. He lives here in Columbus. He goes, what? He snatches my phone and disappears for two and a half hours. Oh, my God. Wow. Yeah, during roaming and nights and weekends in 2001, <laughs> when you're paying for minutes. Gone, out of sight. He ran up. Slash Dis- ran up. Disappeared. Your phone bill. Disappeared. Man. Yeah. He'll come back later and it's like, you know, Pete said a lot of good things about you. Pete's on his way. 
So I, I got pictures of, of him and Pete backstage and with, his, with Pete's little dog, Princess, oh, so little cool, Pomeranian. Man. Oh, my gosh. And Slash. Which I could have gotten fired for. <laughs> Just that photograph alone. So you know? did you get busted for that conversation? No, for... I didn't. Okay, well, that's good. Yeah. Did you ever get busted for... Because I can't imagine you, knowing you, man, you got, you're, you're, you're all about the social aspect of what's going on. But I think you'll... Recognize the rules, and you're, oh, sure. you're, you're trying not to talk to Slash. But Slash is he's, like, when, he's drawn to your to to to, to you. Well, just anybody that's not on this tour bus for sure. <laughs> Any stranger would, that, might man. do. I don't know about you know? that. I mean, I've been there. I've been there before. Where it's like, man, I just need to get away from these guys for a day. Yeah. Maybe get off this bus and just disappear. Like, go, go I'm going to do laundry. They're like, well, can we come? I'm like, no, you can't come. <laughs> this is the same. Four or five guys for like months at a time. It's like, man, it's a stranger to bother. I know. I'm sure that's how Beth feels about me. (laughs) Just like it's been three years. I got to get away from this. Please. Can I just talk to somebody else? (laughs) Yes. There's nothing nothing wrong with that. What's that? Spending time. time Chris Rockley says, yes, I remember the time. (laughs) Remember that one time? Yes, I remember the time. (laughs) I remember the time. <laughs> oh, man, that's funny. Oh, man. This is delicious, by the way. That's a good... That is a good bourbon. It's good. That we're drinking. I love it. It's, uh, it's Russell Reserve. Oh, it's nice. That uh, my good friend, shout out to Mark Seymour, um, gave me for my birthday. Oh, well, how apropos. Which was just a few months ago. That's and very his nice was a few my, days prior to mine. Nice. But did share so with it's yours. a birthday booze. It's a birthday booze. I love it. Nice. Definitely. Cool. So you um, you spent time with the bass player of UFO, uh-huh. Pete. Oh, yeah. I grew an whole album with him. An acoustic album that took almost two years. <laughs> and, and that got released. And you're, yeah, you're, released. You're, my name's cream. all over it. Mixed, ma- mixed and mastered by, and it, it, it was mi- it was misspelled. Oh yeah, well the first the first uh, um, I don't know, a few copies. I don't, I really don't know. I don't really know how many got out there that were, that were misspelled, but I caught it right away and I called oh, the manager fi- and I was, like, I was like, "You got to fix this, man. My name's spelled wrong." Oh. And, and then uh, I got um, um, an interview from uh, Pete Way. Had, was interviewed by the BBC, nice. and it was it was online. I was like, "Ooh." So P. Ray talks about Acoustic Animal, his new album, his new acoustic album. And I was like, oh. So I click on it, so I listen to it. And he goes, so where'd you record it? And he goes, he goes, well, my friend, my good friend, uh, um, um, Michael and Libby Christensen. And I was like, no! <laughs> I'm like, no! That's crazy. He said he mispronounced my name on the BBC, dude. Oh, that's crazy! And it was it was in it was in Britain. It was in, it was in the UK. Yeah. Is now is that floating around on the ether? Oh somewhere? yeah, you can find it. Oh, I'm my name is totally saw that tonight. Yeah, my my name is <laughs> yeah. Michael and Libby Christensen. Oh man. Yep. Good talk. <laughs> Good times, Pete. Good talk. But dude, man, like God, I, I, there were so many times where we, we were hanging out, and he would just like stop a recording session and show me like. This is this is a this is a UFO. This is a, a VHS of UFO live in live in Japan. He goes, look how smacked out I was. I'm like, what? He goes, he goes, right, right before right before we did this gig, I just took a huge hit of smack. Just got blasted with a VHS tape or something. Yeah, up on the screen. Yeah, he's just like we're just standing, we're standing in his bedroom, like watching on TV. 
You're trying this, to get you're trying to get this album done. Too. Like there were so many times I was over there we didn't we didn't do any recording at all. Most of the time we didn't do any recording at all. Come you know, he's like one of those like rock stars that I used to like blocking out a studio for like six months. Right. And just hanging out. Yeah. And then, then the album just kinda happens. Maybe there's a cot in the back. Yeah. The record just kinda happens. It just the producer makes yeah. it happen, right? Yeah. And they're just kinda chilling. It's kinda like a vacation home. For a few for for a few months, and then all of a sudden the album comes out of it. Did you did you find yourself having to be the producer? Oh man, like there's like something driving, angry. Like, I'm like driving the bus. I have a job. I have to work in the morning. <laughs> and Pete's like, Mark, I've never punched a clock in my life. True story. Well, that's good for you, Mister. But like he for, said, from your perspective, you know, you know the story. He's the um the they fired the bass player from UFO right before they had a um. A big tour in the UK, and no, in, in uh, Europe, open for the Scorpions. Okay, sure. And um, I repeat, he's fresh out of high school. Okay, goes to Europe, opens for the opens for the Scorpions, steals their guitar player Michael Schenker, UFO does, because they're killing. Okay, right. A few months later, comes back to the UK, number one album in the country, UFO. There's over a million dollars in his bank account. He's still seventeen. How did he end up in Columbus, Ohio? He met some girl when he was on tour with Ozzy. He met uh, Joanna when he was on tour with Ozzy and then came back here and, she, and married her. Was she staying with you guys when you were doing this this album? No, she was dead. She had died by then. Oh, she she OD'd, she OD'd, yeah. Oh, jeez. They were both doing a ton of heroin, dude. Oh, my God. They both God. were, yeah. Oh, man. But she had an OD in. So he moved in with his manager, Eric, Eric Parmenter, shout out. Yeah. And uh, Eric kind of took care of him for a while. So we set up everything at, set up all my recording gear at, at uh, Eric's house. Okay. Was staying. With the baby, with the uh, concert grand piano. <laughs> and he goes, well, I don't know you play piano. Pete. He goes, Ron Michael, it's just decoration. It doesn't, it doesn't get played. <laughs> it doesn't get played, mate. It's just decoration, Michael. <laughs> so yeah, good stuff. Like this one? <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> this is not decoration. That's pretty dumb. <laughs> It's, Hopefully we'll record just, some new music on this one. It's just decoration in it. That's crazy. Yeah. 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 So he never really, he never really um, had, to, had to grow up. No. Like, like he was a kid. He becomes self-made millionaire yeah. as a musician and it's just most, chills it's for most the rest of his, of his days. It was most of his songs that made the, that made the, um. The, the, most of their hits were his songs he wrote. The UFO hits. Most of the most of the, most of their hits were his. So, you know, Michael Schenker got all this notoriety as a guitar hero. Sure, he did. But he didn't write anything. He just so, he, he would so just Pete, so Pete, float on when Pete's was making there. Pete's making the lines, share the money, mm-hmm. and the Fury. And you know, Pete called Pete called him the Fuhrer. <laughs> he, goes, he goes, Michael, it's the Fuhrer. I'm like, what? He goes, and like it's Schenker's on the phone. I'm like, okay, it's the Fuhrer. The Fuhrer. But he hated him. I didn't hate him. They were best friends, but sure, he was kind of like you know, you know. There's there's a thing. There's a thing. You can feel it. Like, oh, well, like, he was a guitar player. Yeah, and, and you know, Pete, Pete couldn't tune, Pete couldn't tune his own bass. It's like you know, he's like, I've had I've had a guitar tech since I was seventeen. I've never used a tuner in my life, Michael. I can't use tuna, electronic tuner. I've never used one before in my life. I've always had somebody do it for me. How long did you hang with Pete? Oh man, it's a couple like probably two and a half years. Wow, two and a half years, like almost like three, four days a week for two and a half years. 
It was crazy, man. <laughs> like, I, I really got robbed on this deal. I didn't make any money off the record, you know? Well, no. But, but the hang, man, is like, I'm just like, man, I can't. You can't. The stories are just stupid. That's a lot. Yeah. So um, I talked to him right before he died. Like um, me and Chris Lamarca, shout out to Chris. Um, Chris is at my house and he's like, let me talk to Pete. And I was like, I haven't talked to him in a while. And he goes, let's call him. I'm like, in the UK? He goes, yeah, let's, let's ring him up. So we ring him up. Pete answers the phone. Then this is just typical Pete, man. I'm like, Pete, like, what's going on, man? He goes, where, like, where are you? He goes, oh, the fish and chip. I'm like, the fish and chip? He goes, he goes, yeah, man. He goes, he goes the horse tooth cunt, his wife. <laughs> he called her horse tooth cunt. No. He goes, the horse tooth cunt has taken, over the, has taken over my flat. I'm like, what do you mean? He goes, um, I guess they had a huge fight. She changed the lock, kicked him out. He went, to the, he went to the fish and chip to watch the Manchester United uh, football match, you know? So <laughs> she kicked him out of the house. <laughs> so he goes home and he can't get in his house. And he goes, so there he goes, so he calls the Bobbies. And he goes, so I tell the Bobbies, like, this fucking horse tooth cunt's on my couch watching my telly and won't let me in my own flat. <laughs> and she's like, and he's like, telling you this? Yes. On the phone. On the phone. He's like, when, so the, the Bobbies are like, well, she's inside and you're out. So Good luck. I'm like, so Pete, where have you been sleeping? He goes, the fucking fish and chip, Marco. <laughs> Because I thought I just fucking told you I was at the fish and chip. I'm like, oh my god! He's been staying at the fish and chip around the corner, the pub. No way. <laughs> this no is all way. true. What, and what what year was this? Oh my god, I don't even remember. So let me see. Probably ten years ago. Ten. Probably ten years. Probably about ten years ago. Yeah. Okay, so it's pretty funny. So 2010, 2011, uh-huh. 2013, somewhere around there. That's not pretty too funny long stuff, ago, man. Pretty funny stuff, for sure. Yeah. This is like it's like I talked to him yesterday. Well, and he he passed around what two hundred twenty? Uh, yeah, about a year and a half ago. Wasn't about two years ago? Twenty twenty one. Yeah. Yeah. He was like getting his shit together, and he's like starting a to tour again, and, and the COVID thing stopped his touring, so he's sitting around the house drinking and fell over a railing, on the steps. That's a bummer. Yep. That's sad. Yep. So. It's crazy, man. How much? Right. Yeah. How much? Um, that 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 was not in Columbus. That was over. Yeah, in it was from, yeah. 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 Man. Yeah, I, I, I wept. And then yeah. the, fir- the first person to post about it, wildly enough, first person to post about it on Twitter was uh, um, Slash. Yeah. Yeah. About what a, what a great friend he was and how funny he was. I was like. It's like I know that he I know that he knows because <laughs> that was our that was our connection was 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 Pete and like you know right Slash so is like one of the funniest people and one of the most you know giving people big hearted yeah. yeah you read yeah. about Slash and they they say that he yeah he has your your example mm. of the of the pops right mm. <laughs> which what flavor do you want right. that's kind of cool yeah but for him to say that all that stuff about Pete man it's like yeah yeah, yeah. and 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 me knowing that he actually really knew him. It's like, man, that's cool, man. You know? Very cool. Yeah. It meant a lot to me. You know? Yeah. Because, you know, like, Pete called slash his friend. It's my friend. It's my mate. Yeah. I'm just telling this old, his old buddy Pete. Just telling him it's Pete on the phone. He'll answer. He'll answer. <laughs> Those guys had a life, man. Mm. Yeah, man. 
They did. Yeah. Yeah. But so did you. So, all right. So what else, where else is this journey taking you? So you, you meet these rock stars, you hang out with these rock, you record uh-huh. the yeah. album uh, on Neil Avenue, right uh-huh. down the, right down the hey, road man. here. Right? That's right. Yeah. And, um, you know, you're, are you, are you at this point in the two thousands then are you, I think you're raising a family at this point. Uh-huh. You're, no, no, are, you, are you playing guitar and, and, yeah, and I, I start giving and lessons and stuff. Okay. I start giving lessons. That's how I met my second wife actually. That's cool. Giving guitar lessons. That's how I met her. And, uh, I never stopped doing lessons since then. And I did the school rock thing and that worked. Yep. Before that, um, my buddy, my buddy still worked at Interscope Records. He left Sony with Interscope. And, uh, he got me like a songwriting deal. So I started writing songs, which is crazy. Are you still doing that? Yeah, I'm still doing that. Good, still for, doing you. It. Good yeah. for you. I sold a, I sold a country song, a country song I wrote to, uh, uh an artist. You know, you've heard of him. Okay. Um, I, I, can, I can probably tell you who it is, but if I say the song title, I might get sued. Then, yeah, don't do anything. I'll get you in trouble. Yeah. yeah. But um, believe it a, or not, it's one of the biggest country artists right now. He's a really big guy. Yeah. His uh, belly shaped like a bowl full of jam. I'm going to say jam. <laughs> I gotcha. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Okay. But so is the song out? Um, It came out like seven, seven years ago. It was on his very first album. Oh, it was sweet. that song that broke him. Oh, interesting. I know. Cool. Yeah. Nice, so, nice work, Chris. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean. Mr. Chris. Yeah. It placed, uh, uh, it got placed with him and he, he bought it. He heard it and liked it and bought it. I was friends with my, I was touring with him when he was, um, out with his opening act. I, I toured with him for, for a hot minute and played him the song and he liked it. He told me he was going to, um, buy it from me for his next album and he, he actually did a year later. Actually, a year later, called me and said, "Hey, you still got that song?" Yeah. He didn't sell it to anybody yet. I'm like, no, I he goes, Can I have it? I'm like, yeah. So I gave it to him. So no, cool. he keeps his so he keeps his word. So he's a he's he's one of the good ones because like when I told you like out there like I met a lot of buttholes with the Newport. You know, like guys that I like the guy I told you about earlier. Yeah. That guy. Yeah. Mm-mm, never again. Not Some, gonna to the, buy any records. Not gonna mm-hmm. listen to any of those songs. So, so that guy like that man that actually like falls it's lasting, through. It's a lasting impression. You know, it's the gift that keeps on giving. You know, oh for sure. Or taking away. I get it. When you start thinking about somebody, like not, not thinking about, but you, when you you think about somebody that you've heard on the radio a million times, you're just like, oh man, it's be cool to meet that guy. And he comes in, he's like, it's kind of like, hmm. I don't think I'd like dig that anymore. And then, I don't think I dig his music anymore either. Wasn't what you thought it was going to be. Yeah. You know, it's kind of weird. Yeah, but you know, you're, you're, um, you're blessed. You get, you had those experiences. Yeah. You get those experiences. I had some really cool ones too, man. Some really, some really cool people that thought this guy's going to be a butthole. And he's like really cool. I'm like, dude, that guy's really cool. You know? (laughs) So it goes both ways. It goes both ways. Yeah, the, yeah the public perception versus the reality of yeah. when you get to meet them. Yeah, it's wild. <laughs> it's really wild. So, we're, so you, you're you're um, uh, involved in your your music's uh, your music director. You're uh-huh. running the music program at, at um, all that at mm-hmm. all that, mm-hmm. and you're we, we can catch you. 
playing music? Ooh. Are you you're, you're playing guitar? <laughs> I know it's weird. Huh? I know it's weird. It you're took playing, me every time. That... You're playing guitar. Yeah. Um, First band I've been in probably ten years. I've never seen any advertisements, Michael. Like, I know. Like, how do we? Like, do you have to be in your inner inner mm, secret? I think you have enough money in my band to get to get that because I don't I don't do any empty. Oh. Well, I just don't do it. Maybe that's, that's not, maybe those the are, one. Maybe the one with Los. Yeah, I'll, I'll have an insider connection. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I just I just wanted to be just a guitar player because I was always the guy in charge. That's cool, man. I just don't want to be in charge anymore. I just want to show up and, and I just want to show up and play jam. and go home. Yep. Yeah. So <laughs> I know that feeling. I end up promoting all this stuff though, and I love doing that though. That's the fun part. It's a business end. Yeah, I get too involved. I get, I get too hard. You get emotionally I get too invested. hard. I get too hard. And I'm like, you know. You mean it wraps up inside of yeah, you? Yeah, man. You I'm, like, I'm trying to book every show. I'm trying to get every penny. I'm trying to get, It's too much. You know, somebody gives away a t-shirt. I start freaking out. You know how much that t-shirt costs? I'm with you, You can't man. give away t-shirts and stickers. What are you doing? It's not your money. It's my money. <laughs> it's, yeah, I'm not fun of being a man when I'm in charge. So It's not fun. It's okay. Yeah. So, if you want me to play, then, all right, this is the deal. I'm not doing anything. I'm showing up. I'm writing some songs, writing some parts. I'll play, and that's it. I'm not doing nothing else. That's a good way to go. Yeah. Especially in our new age bracket. It feels good, man. It's like, there's so much weight off me. When they start talking about booking and stuff, I just kind of like go, I'm going to smoke a cigar. I'll be back. <laughs> I, just, I let them talk about that stuff, and I go, eh, I don't need to hear that. I will catch you playing guitar. Yeah. Somewhere. Yes, you will. I'll pay attention. I know I have something coming up on January 19th at Space Bar. I think. And who, who's that? Space Bar. It's on uh, Hudson and High. Who's oh, going uh, to be playing? Red Velvet Letdown. Oh, sweet. Yeah, it's my dude. Me, okay. Kent Grossweiler, TJ, Ace, Mitch. Who's the drummer? Good who's the drummer? Uh, Kent Grossweiler. Nice. He's good. He's good. It's fun. It's fun, so man. going to wait till January to see that? Mm, there's nothing booked, I don't think. There might be. Who knows? I don't know anything. All right, just keep my eyes Maybe peeled. next rehearsal, somebody will tell me what our next show is. I'll be watching. I'll be I watching the uh, the Facebook uh, feed. I usually find out like maybe a week before Red when Velvet the next show is. Yeah. Who named the band? <laughs> it's, uh, the drummer, I'm sorry, the bass player did. He worked at a 16-bit oh, uh, downtown. Yeah. It's right and, over there. And next door, there's that place called Red Velvet, Red Velvet Cafe. Right, right on. You know what I'm talking about? They have a great brunch. Uh-huh. They're closed now. Sunday brunch was awesome. So they're, they're closed now. They celebrated one of my son's birthdays right. there this year. There it is. So but they recently closed. Yeah, they closed a while ago, actually. I think it was a while ago. It was after February. Because we, I remember eating, having okay. brunch there. It was fun. Fun um, place. So Red Velvet. They would always go, the, the employees from 16-Bit would always go over there and get coffee. They're like, maybe today it'll be good. Well, let down again. Oh, my gosh. So literally the band <laughs> named after that cafe. Red Velvet Letdown. <laughs> I, know. I know. It's a true story. Coffee. I know. It's about coffee. <laughs> That's how old we are. It's all good, but the best, but the, band best the best bands, <laughs> the best bands are named after, you know, those experiences, you know. The Red Velvet Letdown. That's, yeah, because that's so they, they would just be so bummed out after they went and got their coffee. They'd just be bummed out. The whole staff is just bummed out. 
Oh. Right. That's cool. Uh-huh. That's really cool. Huh. Um, and we we'll, we'll see you sometimes running sound. Oh, yeah, yeah. One of the one of the popular venues in the Columbus area, right? You're you're uh, you're in high demand. Mm-hmm. I try to be. The the goal is to never have a bad night. If you have a bad night, your phone keeps ringing. There's never a bad night when Michael Christian. Oh man, I try at the helm, man. I've had some bad bands that made it sound like I had a bad night. Yeah, but you know, <laughs> you pay such such attention to what's happening up there. I, I remember watching you, you know, and you'll leave the post and you'll make your walk. Cause you do this. You walk I around do. I do walk around. and you, you put your head down by, by the, uh, the base, the base amp and in the kick drum and you, you'll pause and you'll be listening for something. Oh, you're chasing something down. Yeah, man. You know what's going on. <laughs> then you go back to the board mm-hmm. and there's a slight adjustment. Yeah, man. <laughs> I don't mess but around. You really, you really. I mean, it's really a lot of attention to detail. I try, man. I mean, you know what it really is? It's you again, really care. It's you really selfishly motivated. Again, really selfishly motivated. Listen, well, a lot of these bands are cover bands, and I've heard these songs a million times, and it doesn't sound right. If it doesn't sound right. That's like, oh, I mean. <laughs> It's not, it's let me make you. let me make this guy sound like Rick Springfield. <laughs> let me see if I can give him the sound just like Rick Springfield. Tim, Tim, that yeah. just, who wants? You shouldn't run a lot of distortion on that. No, no, that no, 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 no. You should. No, certainly no. Like let's, let's see if I can see what I can do to help. So, really, I'm just trying to make it sound like I wanted to sound. Good for you. Like well, I know the song. I but I do know. I do pay attention. I, I do uh, make sure I do the work. You know. You know. I tell uh, my, my, my buddy of mine's audio engineer, and he's like, what am I doing wrong? I was like, it's not you're not doing anything wrong, you're just listening to the wrong stuff. You gotta listen, you gotta listen to better music, and you'll mix better. You listen to better stuff, and you'll start you having get, higher demands. You, get, you start demanding more out of yourself. It's you interesting to, to listen to different sound guys, and mm-hmm. sound men, professional men mm-hmm. um, like yourself, because um, you all sound a little different. Mm-hmm. Yours, yours is crisp. Give a crisp to. sound. Um, I'm sure it makes very loud heavy, either. Heavy on bass, and there's others that are really into the um, delay and, uh-huh. and a lot of reverb, reverb and whatnot. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, so everyone's got their own style. Yeah, everybody's their own style. At, at the different club, in the different uh, environments. If you, if you walk with blindfolds on, you can probably figure out who it is in about three songs. Like, really? <laughs> no, I, I, I probably can. Yeah, I'm I mean, serious. Yeah, I'm with you. I don't know, I can. I can, I can go and go. Oh, I know who that is. I, I know turn who's around here tonight. There it is. Yeah. yeah that's him. There, yep. there he is. Hey, man, what's up? <laughs> that's right. That's, isn't that crazy? It, it really is, is crazy, but it's fun. That's true. Well, Michael, happy birthday to you. Yeah, man. man I appreciate it. We, Thank you so uh, much. We're going to wrap up uh, episode 29 Sweet. of Columbus Local Podcast. Glad to be part of it. Thank you so much for coming today. Uh, loved it. Um, I'll see you around, man. Thank you so much. Thank you. Have a good yes. day. Bye-bye.